when you when you are a Muslim, you know that you are a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you know the purpose of life and all that, all your emotions and your behavior, all this, I mean, it's part of your Welcome to the Purposeful Fitness with Coach Ola, where I dive in deeper into holistic health and fitness topics that will help you stay inspired, motivated, and dedicated to living a purposeful fit life while pursuing for the Akhirah. Hey, Salaam Alaikum, everyone, and welcome to episode 32. Today's guest is Karen Timskog, who is an online trainer with her own business called the Energized Muslimum, which offers both in person and online training. Karen is a stay at home mom living in Tangier, Morocco, with her husband and a three year old girl. Karen started in the fitness industry since 1998 and is a certified personal trainer and a health coach. Not to mention few of her other certifications. She loves fitness, sunshine, traveling, going to the spa, and being out in the nature, which is why we are so connected and I'm so excited to welcome Karen. What's up? Salaamu alaikum, sister. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast show. I'm really honored and pleased to be here. Uh, you're welcome. You're one of my favorites and mm-hmm. inspiring. And honestly, thank you so much for like everything that you've given me your time. And I love what you do and I get inspired myself. So I'm super excited to have you on. So as we get started, Alhamdulillah. With- Alhamdulillah. tell us about yourself and what you currently do. So I'm Swedish originally, or I am Swedish, and I have lived five years in Qatar before I came here to Morocco, where I've been living now for five years. I'm married and I have a girl and I've been in the fitness industry for some years now, (laughs) many years actually, (laughs) and um, I'm a stay-at-home yeah yeah i'm a stay-at-home mom and i'm also running my online business and i also have uh, face-to-face clients so i'm really enjoying what i'm doing and uh, there are many things to learn uh, being an entrepreneur and especially considering being a mom which is a full-time job itself (laughs) so uh, so the days are normally um, not intense but they are full of inspiring things that I used to do every day and then I also love to to be outdoor and living here in Tangier in the north of Morocco we have a beautiful environment and really beautiful nature that I really love to be outdoor in yes I inshallah I can visit Morocco one day I see the pictures it looks so amazing Yeah. You're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Inshallah. Or you can come to the USA. Oh, How about that? <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. I've been there a couple of times. So the, but it was a long time ago now, so it would be awesome to get back. Maybe you and I can go to Idea Fitness Conference together one day, the world. <laughs> you know about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I went to Las Vegas when I was 19. So it was in 1999. I went to Las Vegas and the idea convention there. It was wow. absolutely amazing. Mashallah. Yeah, it was awesome. There were so many sessions to attend and lectures and everything. It was amazing. So yeah, that would be a dream to go back and do that again. Mashallah. Mashallah. So actually, if you if you are comfortable with this and sharing here, would you please tell us about how 
like when did, did you answer like how did you find islam or like how was the process because i know like it's an inspiring story but you don't have to talk about it it's whatever you're comfortable mm -hmm. in yeah sure my t-shirt <laughs> So my whole life, I, I I was kind of searching my whole life. I was brought up as a Christian in the way most people are in Sweden, meaning you don't celebrate anything. You go to the church when you're new newborn, maybe for Christmas and when you get married and then when you pass away kind of thing. So I didn't really practice anything. And when I was a child, many of my older relatives passed away and I was really afraid to die. And I was searching, 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 and I never found contentment from within. And then it happened that I became a yoga teacher and I went to Thailand, I went to India, and I thought that I found inner peace and, you know, love and care for everyone and everything and all this. But it was still something missing, it was something that was not completely right and logical to me. And then later it happened that I got a job in uh, Qatar so I moved there <laughs> to be out of my comfort zone because it sounded really scary in a way I didn't know so much about Qatar only that it was close to Saudi and Saudi was a Muslim country and that would <laughs> be very dangerous and so I really didn't know what to expect but I wanted to do something differently even though I had a great job as assistant club manager back home in Norway at the time so I packed my bags and I moved and I wanted to be out of my comfort zone And I came there and people were extremely calm and they were so different from the people in Europe, from what I've been used to. And then the people said, inshallah to everything, which was very <laughs> confusing to me. <laughs> Because I used to be, you know, very bum, bum, bum with my calendar agenda and everything. And then when we were booking, I was uh, working there in the five-star hotel as assistant um, wellness center manager and when we were having meetings they could say yes we'll meet on this day and time inshallah and i was like why are they saying that and what does it mean so it really started to invoke something positive in my mind and i started question things and i saw my employees they were praying in the staff room while i was running around there in my high heels and business suit and i was like they are not stressed and they are standing there praying So I was like, why are they doing that? And it seems to be like the prayer was very important. And then my Swedish director at the time, she told me that I wasn't so good in culture adaptability or that it was room for improvement. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? And then Ramadan came after one and a half years there. And my employees told me that they will be fasting. So their schedule will be shorter, no breaks. And I was like, they're going to fast? It's 50 degrees Celsius hot outside. And they're going to fast. And I was like, how is that with the fat burning and your metabolism and everything? Can that be healthy? And how they can work out if they're not going to eat food for so many hours? So then I decided, okay, I have to fast so I can become a better manager. And I will, inshallah, then improve in my cultural <laughs> adaptability. So, so I decided to start to fast. And then I was also very much against Uh, or not against, but I was really like confused why women were covered. Why did I need to cover? So I went to, to the shop and I bought my, myself a, sh a scarf and a baya and I put it on. <laughs> and there was a few days just before Ramadan and I started to fast. And then on the third day of Ramadan with tremendous headache, <laughs> I was feeling like sick of not drinking water and not drinking coffee especially. I went to the Islamic center 
because I just felt such a strong need. I need to go there. I need to, to ask more questions. And when I came there, I was welcomed by a lovely Reva sister who just opened her arms. She just said, welcome. And let me tell you, this is what Islam is. And then she told me that the first pillar of Islam is that you believe that there is only one God. You believe in Tawheed. And in that moment, one sentence, I never knew this before. And when she told me that, I was like, wow. <laughs> it was like my whole life just fell into place because somehow in the Christian pre-K that I went to when I was a kid, I never believed that Jesus would be God and all the other things at the same time. And so the day after, on the fourth day of Ramadan, I just went back to the Islamic Center. And when I came there, she asked me, are you ready? And I said, yes. And I took my Shahada. And it's the most amazing day in my whole life. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, it's so, I love hearing stories like this for so many mm. reasons. And the reason why I kind of was so scared to ask you, and I got your permission for a couple of reasons. One, there was mm. one of my guests that I told me they don't want to share it because it becomes too much like being re repetitive. Two, mm -hmm. uh, I actually just, I'm about to be finished with the book written by Um Zakia. And it's, um, mm. I believe it's called like, uh, struggling like with the bipolar disorder. And it's a story about a convert mm. sister who, mm. it's, it's a real story. It's based on a real character who converts to Islam but then like she struggled with bipolar disorder and mm -hmm. when she became Muslim like you know the the community got her on a panel discussion and like let her talk about her Islamic or her shahada story and so forth but when she got this uh, bipolar episodes like depression and stuff you know the community kind of like turned their back on her and stuff so she just shared that pain point story how like instead of putting the comments on a panel discussion in the spotlight they should bring more like Muslims born people who are back to Islam and like give them the spotlight because it's such a different situation and like you know so it's that's why I was like yeah no but I love it and it's a definitely it's definitely spiritual uplifting so tell us about being a mom how did you find the energy to get active so I think it's very important our own approach to to fitness and eating healthy for example i think it's very important to find happiness in working out and to to really remember <laughs> that it, being physically active is actually something that gives you energy it's not that it's taking energy when you wake up in the morning you do your workouts or you go out for a walk or something other simple thing you will get so much more energy you will be happier you will be stronger you will be such a better wife you will be such a better mom and you will be able to take care of the house and all your other duties so much easier with so much more energy compared to if you sleep over time and you wake up late and you're just tired and all this it's really i mean fitness and a healthy lifestyle really helps you be more productive and to really enjoy your life and every day so much more yes and i'll come back to this question but i believe i skipped over on how did you first get into the fitness industry and your own fitness journey because it's been a very long time mashallah so how did it all start <laughs> alhamdulillah so i think it's my mom's fault in a positive way from the beginning when i was only three years old she put me in ice skating and i continued until i was 18 and i was ice skating and doing figure skating team skating and uh, were competing on the highest uh, elite level as well and then I quit because I wanted to be cool and be with other friends, you know, when you're 18 years old and you think you miss things. And I was in the worst state ever of my health after six months. And I felt, now it's enough. I have to do something. And then I signed up for a membership in the local gym. And 
from the first day I stepped in there, I loved it. And I remembered how good I felt when I was active. And I started to buy all kind of books and I started to study and read and I just loved it. And yeah, then I had a very, or have a very generous mom, alhamdulillah, mashallah. So she bought me a massage therapist education. So then all the anatomy and all these things started. And then I became a fitness instructor, personal trainer, aerobic instructor and so on. So everything just started there. And during an education, uh, I met another personal trainer that was working in one of the most fancy gyms in the city where I was living. And he helped me. So I got a job there and I just loved it. (laughs) So alhamdulillah, since then, I've had really inspiring, good jobs, working in very competitive uh, businesses and companies. And yeah, it's, it's really, that's how it started. And it just continued. And it's my passion and my career at the same time. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. So you just mentioned water aerobics. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I'm a water aerobic instructor since a long time also. And uh, when I had my own personal training business in Qatar, many of my clients there, they had their own pool. So we used to do a lot of aqua aerobics also, as well as here in Morocco, actually. What? Girl, I just found out about this, like, <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's so great training and I love it myself too. And yeah, and it's so great. Especially for beginners or for women that haven't done so much exercise in the past. It's such a great way to, to start to get active, to start to work on their cardio and to, to strengthen up their muscles as well. Yes, and I'm sure you probably saw on my um, social media high, you just mentioned like that I'm also teaching what I wrote for the second semester yeah. at George Mason. And yeah, it's just like always nice to connect with like-minded people. But like... Since we talked about it, let's actually really briefly talk on how we can inspire our, especially Muslim mommies out there to get active with the water aerobic. Because I'm asked the frequent struggle for a lot of these women is either like an open space, co-ed, not many uh, women-only environment, like the outfit, you know, which I respect all this reasoning. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it shouldn't. I mean, what do you think? Or how can we inspire our women to get active in the water well i mean there there is of course or say a positive challenge of course to to feel that you adhere and wear proper hijab being in the water if it's not covered or mixed so so of course there is a a small positive challenge there but i surely believe that there is a way to because there are so many good uh, i mean it's like kind of islamic swimwear so that would surely be be possible to fix and then to to inform about the benefits and uh, I, I think it's very very important in our community to to really highlight that being physically active yes it is part of the perfect religion of islam we should be strong and we should be happy and when we work out we feel so much better about ourselves so, so, I mean, it's just so much positive energy. It's not just about burning calories or mm-hmm. losing sizes. It, it's, it's the feeling, how you're feeling when you're physically active. So, so I think it's very important to, to highlight that also and, and to inform what type of training is it, the benefit of the training as well. Yes. And so what, where do you usually get your like outfit from? Or if you can like recommend, I can have them in the show notes or people can go and look into the website. Sure. There is a great Turkish brand that is called Ranuna, R-A-N-U-N-A. <laughs> and they also have good swimwear, which is, yes, yes, I, I, I do have one. 
from that brand and I'm actually very happy with it so then I just wear a swimsuit underneath and it's a great and very comfy um, head covering uh, piece and then like a big jacket and big uh, pants and they're actually very comfy I, I use them myself if I go to the beach or to the sea for example I know I look at your pictures and I'm like she looks a little comfortable in those clothes <laughs> I had it in Spain when we were in Malaga uh, last year. You can imagine, I mean, in Spain, it's not really like like women are so covered up on the beach, really. So, but alhamdulillah, <laughs> I was really comfortable and really, yeah. And even with that material, the fabric of that one, when I came up from the water, it was like, it was not tight into the body either. So it was great. Awesome. And, awesome. Uh, and I think it's very important to remember why are we wearing hijab and that it is our own choice. And it is because we believe that that is the right thing. And when you do something for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will feel so much more inner peace and contentment. And when you remember all the blessings that you have and why you do the different things that you do, then your self-esteem and confidence will increase so much. And then, inshallah, you will care less about people when people are looking or when people are saying things you know it's up to them alhamdulillah alhamdulillah you have the guidance and you have the belief in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alhamdulillah i agree and also once you have i actually just posted about it on my insta story but once you said the intentions right also that all of subhanahu will make the way for you so if clothing is one of the struggles for you so the intentions keep looking and then work for it because like when i wore the hijab i used to wear one one piece bathing suit and I still do but I cover it with a rash guard on top of it and like leggings but at the very first year of my hijab I was like oh I'm covered like who cares but then mm. had to play around but then that makes me to go back to the question on how do you find the energy or to get active because it's a common asked question and I think that it's one thing to say that you're gonna feel good about after the workout but how can we get that energy to go and work out to feel better I mean, first of all, I think it's very important to start to eat proper food because yes. many, <laughs> because too many times when you're into either way, the all or nothing principle, as we used to say in Sweden, the all or nothing principle is to either way be dogmatic, eating super healthy, or you just give up and you just eat like everything. We don't want to be in any of these we want to find a good balance we can have a healthy and relaxed relationship to food but when we are eating too much sugar then it's, it's like a roller coaster it's like a negative circle because we are just so tired and we don't know how to stop but when we start to focus not starting another diet but instead starting to add in good and nutritious food start to focus on eating vegetables drinking at least two liters of water per day eating enough protein eating more slow carbohydrates that doesn't make a blood sugar rush you know then you start slowly slowly or quickly quickly you start to feel such a difference start to get so much more energy and then when you start to do more exercise you start to feel that you get more energy as well so a combination there are both, both the food and the, to, to start. And, and also additionally, I think it's very important that when you feel tired and you feel like, I'm not feeling well, I'm tired and I'm not strong enough, we have a decision. We have a decision to make. And the only one to make the decision is ourselves. So imagine if you have two decisions, okay? You feel tired, you're not happy with yourself, you're not happy with how you use your time and day for example so so what are the options you sh should you continue the same or 
should you actually in a friendly way kick your <laughs> your butt butt and do something about it you need to start to take action you need to start to do something and when you start to do something then you're really empowering yourself to make a change and you will take it slowly you will not change everything at the same time but one habit after another and then inshallah you will feel how the the energy is increasing and at the same time to see that fitness and a healthy lifestyle can actually actually be a natural part of life and something especially then as a mom that is something great that you are giving to your child and to your children i mean it's, it's like is an amazing investment for for the future of the children that they know how to eat in a healthy good way and how to move and be happy and be active because when you are working out and you're working out at home for example then have your children with you like i have for example and then she will become your personal trainer one day if she's not already is <laughs> you know and, it, and it's such a happiness for for the children also so i think it's as long as it's safe i mean with weights and stuff that you might have in your home gym but but otherwise i think it's so important to uh, to involve uh, involve the the children as well and make it a part of of their upbringing and and healthy life as well yes and i would like to shift in by saying that amount of sleep is necessary so diet <laughs> is definitely one of them and also getting the right amount of sleep because if your body is tired then you're gonna have no energy to actually get up and get active mm. so great answer and as um I, I i assume that in morocco right now your daughter went back to school or not yet because here in the usa almost all kids went back <laughs> yeah she she has been um at home with me until now but now when she turns three she will actually start in the pre-k because she's really she loves reading and all these things mashallah so so no she will start in the in the pre-k now inshallah inshallah so with that being said what tips can you recommend to the mothers with kids that are either getting back into school and how can they get active again i think it's important to start small and to build slowly so if you haven't been active for some time don't put too high goals have something that is realistic it's very important to have realistic goals so start for example go out walking two or three times a week and then find a good trainer <laughs> which is awesome someone to guide you in the right direction and someone to support you then start with some training that you like but if you want to lose weight for example to and especially as a mom it can be great and extremely important to rebuild your body and your posture start with body weight training start with strength training keep it simple and keep it manageable so see it as a long-term thing that you will keep something that works in your everyday life yes and for the listeners you guys got two amazing trainers right there karen and i <laughs> <laughs> with our own styles but of course i'm assuming that karen will say yes to this but feel free to ask us questions on our social media we're more than happy to guide you and like i as a i've mentioned it with my previous guests such as with bilal hafiz that each trainer has a unique voice obviously but not every trainer knows everything so maybe like i don't know the answer that karen knows or karen doesn't know the an- well she has more experience it doesn't matter she could not know something that another trainer could know so you know do the research and look for the trainer you want to work with but of course it is definitely a great investment in your health mm. yes so are you gonna have your daughter homeschool or going to the public school uh, she's going to, yeah sure sure she's going to a private school inshallah Because, like, the next question was for the homeschoolers' moms. Because a lot of, I noticed, not every Muslim mom, but a lot of, like, the ones that I know of um, in my community, 
And there are some who are homeschoolers. So like, how can a mom find motivation to work out while the kids are being homeschooled? So they're not going away for school. They're still at home and she needs to still make it time for it. What recommendations do you have? So I think it's very important to to make your own choices. And even though no one else where you're living perhaps are working out or so, that you see that as a priority for you because it's important for you. And when you start to get the results, of course, also from, from the lifestyle that you're living, your motivation will increase. But again, it's very important to, to remember why you want to work out. If someone is, oh, I want to lose weight. Okay, why do you want to lose weight? And the person will answer something and then ask again, why do you want to lose weight? Or wh- why is it so? Why? So when we remember why it's important for us, for example, I mean, for, for me, it has always been part of my life and I love it. But as a new mom, for example, it was, I need to restore and I need to rebuild my body so I can run again. I want to be happy. I want to be strong in my body. So so it's all about priorities, I would say. And, and again, make it manageable and then have it as part of the education at home for the children. The children yes. needs to be active also. They, they cannot just uh, sit and not only sit and read or watch TV or whatever. I mean, physical activity and eating well should be part of the foundations of, of, of our life. So it's the same priority and same priority as many other things in life. So I, I think it's important to see that it can actually be something, uh, something natural, even though not everyone else around you have it as a natural habit, but physical activity, I mean, to take care of our body and our mind is very important because if we don't prioritize ourselves in that what do we have to give to others and how will we feel we might go to the doctor if we are sick but it's better to to take care and nourish ourselves before so we can be productive in this dunya and inshallah gain as much ajar and reward as possible inshallah in the in the akhirah (laughs) right yeah no and that's that's what i was thinking as you were speaking and I asked the question, is that like, you know, there has to be a PE time for the kids. So use that PE time as an opportunity either for you to get active with them or if they do go to in a community center or what have you, use that time for you to get active as well. Mm. So, yeah. Well, lovely Karen. Any questions that I should have asked, but I didn't? Maybe why I started Energy as Muslima. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know you also have a blog. Cause I, that's like, I was, tell us all about your work. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so when I first moved to to Morocco, I became quite sad, almost depressed for a year, because everything was so different, and I feel I felt that I didn't fit in. I didn't speak the language, and everything was different. And I was harassed when I went out walking, and I was really, I was really unhappy at that time. I would have lost for a lot. So then, after some time, I felt now, now it's enough, <laughs> and. In this loneliness that I felt, and I felt that no one else around me were working out, no women were out walking, I said, enough, now it's enough. And I felt also like if I feel like this, and if I feel tired like this, and I have the problem not having a gym nearby to work out, and I feel so low in my own emotions, there must be more women feeling like this. And during this year, I really discovered Honestly, how bad you can feel when you're eating too much bread and too much sugar and you're not physically active. I mean, I felt really sick and I felt really sad. So feeling like that, 
being a Muslim and wanting to be a benefit to others and having the desire to do things. And as I looked back also to my business with, when I worked with women in Qatar, I felt, okay, I have to do something. And that's when I started the blog Energize Muslima. And I started to learn about all these uh, online things, which is like a science itself with all the things that you need to learn. And I was thinking about today also, I was like, I just want to train my clients and that is just awesome. But there are so many things to learn <laughs> outside of that also in order to do the things online. But alhamdulillah, that's great also. And I'm super happy for, for my Energies Muslim blog and Facebook and Instagram to, to connect with other sisters because we really need to be connected and positive energies contagious and when we are together and we inspire one another and we keep it simple and effective you know like that positive energy is just making you so happy in your heart yes and i can attest that not as a client but as a friend because mm. she's so much like i reached out to her like privately a you know business entrepreneur struggles can be real sometimes so i like ask her questions and i'm like so frustrated with it and you know much like just listen to her uh, uh, uplifts my mood but it's really true that it is important for us to build a community yeah. and like you know we're all, and sometimes like there are more and more like muslim trainers alhamdulillah and, and entering our industry but then like that just remind us like each one of us has their own unique twist and voice to add on to the table to bring on and that you know she and i actually we were talking about like how the muslim community is in terms of like investing their money or their time with the personal trainer a fitness professional and i told her like you know it is our duty in my opinion, it's our responsibility for us to give back and to be the change that we want to see in our ummah. And that's why I love about her and having her on the show. So do you want to actually talk about it really briefly here too? About uh, the impact you can have or what you like to... Okay. Our impact as fitness professionals into our Muslim communities. Because you and I talked about how it can be very tough sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I, I think, I mean, I think it's very important. And I think because as an ummah, uh, we need to be strong. And yes. it's, I mean, it's part of our deen of Islam also. We need to be strong. We need to make an impact. We need to, to be productive. And nothing should never, ever stop you from pursuing your dreams and from giving what you think is important and from sharing your passion i think that is very important also and to because that is really you use the the blessings that you got from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you've been blessed with education and skills then you need to utilize it because otherwise it would really would be really sad and we we, we should really be strong in the ummah and as a coach i would say that my approach is different from uh, from the coaching style for example i had before i was a muslim and with the dress code and other things because also to 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 change a lifestyle is not just giving someone a meal plan or just okay you go on this diet or you mm -hmm. just like change everything there i mean <laughs> it doesn't work like that it's so much of yes. your emotions your triggers yep. your your mindset i mean it, it's a i mean to, to give the physical exercises and to tell someone how to to make a push-up is one thing and and to tell someone okay uh cottage cheese can have a lot of has a lot of protein it's good to eat but but 
there are so many more things. And w- when you when you are a Muslim, you know that you are a creation of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and you know the purpose of life and all that, all your emotions and your behavior, all this. I mean, it's part of your wellness. It's part of how you are feeling, and it's part of how how you are reacting with your sleeping habits and everything. Everything is connected. So. I, I mean, I think it's very precious for, for any Muslim woman to, to have a Muslim coach because then you really get the help holistically, which is very important for your overall well-being. So, so yes, stay strong, all Muslim personal trainers. Let's do this. Yes, it's very important. <laughs> yes, and you guys can hear the passion through our voices <laughs> because we're like, we're not giving up. Well, actually, now you made me want to ask this question. When So you've been in the fitness industry before you became Muslim. Is that correct? Yes, it is. So after you became Muslim, like, did any of your clients kind of like shift their way out of like from you? Like, how was that shift as a fitness professional? I'm actually very curious now, if you don't mind. So, so before I converted or reverted, I mean, I was working there in the hotel and I was teaching classes at the time there also and I was teaching spinning classes indoor cycling for example and then I was wearing I mean cycling uh, clothes pants. yeah <laughs> clothes and knees and you know I mean I mean it's, it's quite far from hijab showing I mean you show your body shape completely I didn't wear only sports bra but uh, because I was in Qatar but before I used to have just sports bra and uh, and tight that's how I used to teach classes before and so of course that that, that, that was a change of course, but uh, because I lived in Qatar, I think it was quite easy transition in a way. And very naturally, I could have my ladies only clients in their home residences, which made everything very easy. So we didn't need to wear hijab or so. And then there were so many ladies only fitness clubs. But of course, I mean, of course, if I can go out only in tights and t-shirt and go out running now, of course, that would be easier. That would be less hot. That would be comfortable in a way, but not in another way because I cannot do that. It, it, uh, it's against uh, my belief and I wouldn't feel completely comfortable doing that. And I cannot. I cannot. And alhamdulillah, I'm so pleased and I'm so happy to, to have changed it. And you know, when you do one thing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will get so much back. And uh, I- I'm just um, I'm just so happy and so pleased to, to have been guided to Islam and to to be a Muslim. So, so, so it's like it works. It's no, no problem, inshallah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. You're so cute. Thank you. So no. before we leave, where can someone stay in contact with you and follow up you on social media? Yes, so I have Facebook. There is a Facebook group also that you will find from uh, from the Facebook page, which is Energized Muslima. I'm also on Instagram, Energized Muslima, and then on my blog, uh, www.energizedmuslima.com. Awesome. And everything will be in the show notes. I just want to say thank you and Zakhlaw Khairan for being a leader, a role model to so many people, including the fitness professionals such as I to keep on the grind and keep on the hard work between faith and fitness. So, thank you. Jessica Lachir, oh, Yaki, alhamdulillah, thank you so much. And you're welcome, my pleasure, alhamdulillah. Thank you for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe today and leave a five-star review. You can also screenshot and share this episode with a family or a friend. Be strong, be fit, 
بی پیچ فور آخرہ